Could your fitness diet use a little more nature? More on that coming up next. Welcome to Happily Ever Active, where we crack the consistency code with fitness tips on motivation, mindset, and much, much more. Now, here's your host, author of Feel Like It, and the guy with the silent O, Kelly Dell. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. I'd like to say that I'm excited to bring you this episode, but I'm kind of chill, and there's a good reason for it, and you might be able to detect just from the change in audio from previous episodes that I'm actually not indoors right now. I am outside, and there's a reason that I'm outside. It's because this topic today, the topic of this week's episode, is on the biophilia hypothesis and what role it might play in building or rebuilding your fitness routine. And I'm going to dive into that a little bit coming up next. But before I do, I just want you to maybe, uh, if you're just joining the show, if you haven't checked out some of the earlier episodes, I recommend that you go back and check out the first four episodes, which sort of lay out my philosophical and scientific platform for this show and my philosophy towards working with people and helping them maintain or revamp, reboot their motivation to move. So check out the first four. And in those first four episodes, I really talk about something that will be very relevant today. And that is that fitness, as I see it, is a relationship. And when we look at fitness and physical activity as a relationship, a relationship with our bodies, a relationship with our minds, and a relationship with the activities we choose, we also can see that fitness or physical activity can be a relationship with the atmospheres or the environments in which we perform these activities. And so when I'm talking about the biophilia hypothesis, this comes right to the forefront. And so I'm doing this episode outside in the woods. This is a spot where I hike, run with my dogs, I ride my bike, my mountain bike, a lot in the summer, and I thought today this would be a good time to record a podcast about this topic in a setting that always gives me the good vibes, and there's a reason for it. There's a scientific reason for it, and the biophilia hypothesis basically talks about how we are attracted or have a love for living things, and living things meaning plants and animals and all sorts of life, other people as well. And the hypothesis is really that we're genetically programmed to care for and about life and to feel good around it. In fact, that we are genetically programmed to strive for connection, to strive to connect with the outdoors, with nature, with Mother Earth, if you will. And from an evolutionary perspective, it's always been advantageous to feel this way. And when we combine nature and fitness together... There's numerous benefits that perhaps you might be overlooking in how you perform your physical activity or your fitness routine from week to week. So I wanted to explore that a little bit today. If you're curious to see about the setting that I'm in, why don't you visit my Instagram, either the show at Happily Ever Active Show or Kelly.Dell, that's D-O-E-L-L, and I'll have pics up about the location and my setup here today. I'm basically sitting on a rock. It's a moss-covered rock. It's pretty flat, which unto itself is a pretty neat thing to see uh, in the middle of the woods. I'm kind of on a crest, or a ridge, I should say, that's overlooking a forest that's right now, this is May, and everything's sort of blooming, and so the trees are trying to burst out in green. The forest floor is grassy and 
There's a lot of birds going around, and I'm sure you'll hear them. This place that I come and visit regularly, I run regularly, as I mentioned, is a pretty. It's a. It's a little bit of a. Uh, a, a wildlife haven, if you will, in a pretty suburban setting in the west of Ottawa. And you'll see, or I've seen, deer, turkeys, coyotes, sort of the, the type of wildlife you'd see next to near cities in Canada. And uh, a lot of birds. In fact, as I'm here, as I've been sitting here, chickadees have already come close to me because a lot of people who hike these trails bring seed and they feed the chickadees. And chickadees are very bold and they're very um, impervious to, uh, or they don't have a lot of fear of humans. And so they will actually land on your hand and I don't have any seed with me today, but they're checking me out to see what kind of goods I have. But this is a place where it's teeming with wildlife. There's a lot of life going on. And I'm pretty sure as I record today, I've already been passed by one mountain biker and I'm sure there'll be other people walking through the woods and going for their you know, for their day, getting their daily fix of nature. And so this is something that I think is an important topic to bring up because a lot of fitness, as you have experienced or you can imagine, is indoors. Uh, taking fitness classes, going to the gym and lifting weights, a lot of indoor activities and something compartmentalized in our life that we, in a way, we don't create necessarily a broader ecosystem uh, to do with physical activity and we keep it kind of structured indoors and we keep it at certain times of the week certain times of the day and it's very um like i said it's very compartmentalized in our life and a lot of it it is performed indoors and some of that is for good reason because at least in canada or i'm sure in the northern parts of north america you have harsh winters and some people want to be inside and i totally get that i i will spend some time indoors uh in the winter doing my fitness usually to do with yoga and whatnot but i tend to to get most of my physical activity outside these days. That doesn't mean that you have to, you might be different, but I wanted to introduce a little bit more of why this is something that can be a powerful addition to your life. And it comes down to, again, the biophilia hypothesis. And really, it comes down to the idea that the atmospheres in which we perform physical activity matter. And just like you could run on a treadmill in a gym, in one that's one atmosphere, you can run on the roads, and I talked about this a lot last week in my episode last week, you can run on the roads, that's another atmosphere, you can run with people, which is a social atmosphere, you can run in events, but you also run on trails, you can run in nature, and these things matter, and knowing what preferences you have, or knowing what things really create, what I always come back to in terms of fitness as a relationship, that create that attraction, is important, particularly when we think about the long game, the long game being what makes you feel like showing up time and time again to repeat your routine. And I don't mean repeat your routine to the letter, but that from week to week that you are regularly active, doing things that you enjoy and that you feel like going back on a regular basis. And that feel like it feeling is really important. And a lot of that can come from nature. And that's why I've recorded today outside. So beyond the optics of you know what I've described to you about where I am and having set up here in a forest that's about to bloom the leaves are about to bloom on most of the trees um there's a lot of sounds out here too there is this place here i can very faintly hear traffic from far away i heard a motorcycle go by about 20 seconds ago but he was really ripping or she was really taking a rip so um, but other than that there is really nothing nothing human (laughs) about uh this this atmosphere right now this could be literally this could be a thousand years ago a forest a thousand years ago 
and me sitting in this forest, which is part of the, I don't know, the charm to me about being out in nature is that you're really detached from all of the technologies. Although I am sitting with a laptop, I will put a caveat there that I am sitting with a laptop. I've got a microphone in front of my face, but essentially this is a, a raw environment. This is something that's been here for ages. And there's something about that connection with with the, our even our ancestry or the the legacy of a certain area that these this forest here has been here for hundreds maybe thousands of years in some fashion and I'm sitting here on a rock which is older than we could ever imagine or I could even guess right now and I'm sitting on this flat rock and I just feel like this is something that by default whether I'm actually physically active or not by default gives me a sense of relaxation and peace and a connection with the world in a different way than let's say if I were to be in a gym and this is why I seek these experiences out and a lot of people I think seek these experiences out through fitness and so when you find a slice of outdoor magic a spot or a trail or you know just a general location we might as well turn the clocks back hundreds if not thousands of years because the forests, the creeks and the mountains that we find so appealing have this legacy they they are going to be here long after we are gone uh, at least I hope so in terms of a lot of the forests and the waterways of course but we're not going to go down that path but in many ways these things avail themselves to us in similar ways that they did to our ancestors and it's really part of it if you're reflective at all it's it's a heavy dose of perspective if you ask me the benefits of this if we're going to speak about what the benefits are of being in nature period there's a lot of them and, and of course being active in nature has a lot of physical benefits because of the actual act of being physically physically active but there's something about the natural connection the connection with nature and don't just take it for me and my quirky anecdotal experiences of how I feel better I feel more relaxed I feel calm any stresses I have or any problems seem just smaller when you're out here There's research. There's been studies that have stumbled upon some of the effects and studies that have shown more diligently that, yes, connecting with nature is a healthy thing to do. In general, we have this innate attraction, as I discussed, to connect with or even take care of things that could or can take care of us in some way. And in one classic study at the University of Pennsylvania, patients with window views of trees spent fewer days in the hospital than those with views of a brick wall and these patients also required less less pain medication during their stay and so time spent also with pets with animals has been shown to decrease blood pressure and even if you want to go a step further with animals which is of course a part of nature a part of our experience as as humans domesticating animals there's um Research that suggests, uh, strongly suggests that therapy animals like dogs, for example, have been helpful in helping kids read because it helps certain kids decrease the anxiety to do with reading, the performance anxiety, the social anxiety to do with it. So therapy dogs, for example, are a powerful mechanism in how we function in our daily life. And so something to do with connecting with animals and life and in nature has this little bit of magic, as I mentioned. And in turn, we have this penchant also to take care of these things, as I just mentioned. We, we garden. We keep flowers on our desk, and that makes us feel good. We have pets, as I mentioned. We have houseplants. We take care of them. Just a little, almost these little doses uh, that 
that give us this little boost and makes our environments feel better. And there's just something to this. And it's become such a significant thing. And this dates back to, I talk about the biophilia hypothesis, this idea that we are innately innately um, attracted to nature. By the way, philia means to be attracted to, and phobia is to be a, to be fearful of or to avoid. And And so we this idea of biophilia has also been built into architecture and so buildings are being built that promote this feeling of well-being um, in our buildings in our living spaces and even uh, when I was doing some research for this and this is something relatively new I haven't seen before but in the last few years there have been gyms that have come up that have tried to function on the biophilia hypothesis where there's no electronics the living space is very green and even the activities that you do are more let's just call them rustic they're they're not barbells and weights they're lifting other more natural occurring objects let's just say and so there's this return to this natural state if you will that is now or this has shown up in the fitness industry in very very small ways so that i found was pretty interesting but as i sit outside personally there's nothing that really beats being out here in mother nature even as the wind blows across the across this uh, forest or through this forest right now and because it's spring there's not a lot blocking it right now but uh, you can probably hear that and hopefully I still come in clear when that happens and so when we're trying to tap into this source of attraction this idea that we are neatly attracted to being outside there's another benefit too it doesn't cost a lot it doesn't have to cost a lot although you could make the argument that buying gear like expensive hiking shoes or expensive mountain bikes and stuff like that is required to do certain things you don't really need to spend a lot of money to get out in nature and get a feel for it at the fundamental level a decent pair of shoes that you can walk in or hike in is really enough cost-wise and of course finding a location and and sometimes there's parking fees to associated with parks and whatnot but on its own, the act of being out in nature is still relatively cheap compared to expensive memberships and whatnot. So that dose of serotonin that you get from being outside, there's a biker right there as he goes by. And uh, he gave me a nod. So, uh, But this dose of serotonin you get doesn't have to come at a big expense. And, you know, there's even smaller ways to do it that are relatively free and I don't mean just nature sitting in the woods like I am now but like how about going and walking your neighbor's dog um, taking your dog a neighbor's dog for a walk in the woods is connecting with an animal and that makes a lot of people feel good now if you're scared of dogs I wouldn't recommend that that's the phobia side okay I'm attracted to uh, you know wildlife and whatnot and I, I like dogs so I'd be happy to walk anybody's dog uh, there are also some people who are not but that's one thing, and that's a pretty cheap, inexpensive thing to do, to be able to connect with nature, to c- connect with our innate need or innate interest in connecting with, with nature. And as I've said often by now, many times, and that's why I referred to the idea of going back to the earlier episode on fitness as a relationship, I think it's one or two, episode one or two, um, fitness is really, it's really useful to view fitness as a a relationship that functions on principles of attraction or avoidance and the more that you can get attraction on your side if it's from nature being one sort of force the better your routine is set up for the long run and 
you can build a routine or even strengthen your current one by thinking about what activities fit you, of course, the fundamental activities that you choose, whether that is walking, hiking, biking, etc., but also the atmospheres in which you do it. And I think people sell themselves short a little bit when thinking or planning their fitness or physical activity regimen. They don't necessarily consider the atmospheres and getting making sure that they get a dose of nature. And I think some progressive thinkers in the fitness industry are starting to recognize this, that physical activity and, 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 and lifestyle change is really best served as or best viewed as an ecosystem that you don't just compartmentalize physical activity in your life and go to the gym, go home, do this. That lifestyle and keeping up a regular routine includes a variety of activities. Some might be indoors, some might be outdoors. And, and that's the best way to give yourself options. Some days you might not feel like being in nature, but you feel like that boot camp class the more that you understand those preferences for the, of course, the act of moving, that's the activities you choose, including the intensity or the, the movement patterns you enjoy most, and also these atmospheres I just mentioned, ultimately the more magnetism you'll feel towards exercising as a whole. So the outdoors is just one atmosphere, a big one, that can help. And someone once told me that you're either an outdoor person or you're not. And, you know, I don't really believe that. I think that genetically speaking, we, I, I agree with this biophilia hypothesis and I think the evidence to support it is fascinating. So I think that there is some part of us that can be tapped to take advantage of its power. And so I don't think you're just either an outdoor person or you're not. I think there's room. And so maybe it's time to explore that a little bit. You know, but I think when you think of outdoor fitness, or many people think about outdoor fit, outdoor fitness, you think about doing these epic hikes, climbing mountains, or crushing technical mountain bike trails. And I don't think the biophilia hypothesis or the idea of biophilia demands this of us. You don't have to climb a mountain to feel free or to feel peaceful. So I believe there's a place in your life, if you want it to, if you're curious about it, to connect in this way, even if it's just really small. So that brings me to the question of the week for you. And there's always a question of the week, as you know, those regular listeners, you know that I come up with something to ask of you. And so the question is this, how can you make your routine a little more biophilic? What outdoor gems in your community can you integrate into your routine somehow? How can you take advantage of the natural attraction we have to the outdoors to add more physical activity to your life, to feel more motivated to get moving whether it's just adding a walk outside maybe after dinner or a walk outside for 10-15 minutes before your day starts or at lunch just getting outside and moving in some way and exposing yourself to the fresh air the sun you know maybe some wildlife water etc and if you do this on a regular basis you might find that your relationship with physical activity transforms that it includes not just the act of moving and the things that you choose to do but where you do them, that you're more conscious of how you perform physical activity, but also where and with whom you do it. Connecting with people also, people are living things. Connecting with people has that similar effect for a lot of people. And fitness and physical activity historically, like we're talking like over the last hundreds and thousands of years, eons, if you will, has been performed together as much, if not more than we've done it apart in that compartmentalized fashion. And so Today's episode, I wanted to introduce you to the a little bit of the theory behind why outdoor fitness is so attractive to people and that if you're looking for something to add to your routine, this might be a place to, to look. And hopefully the question of the week can help spur some ideas that you can maybe this week, this weekend, 
add something outdoorsy that you have maybe thought about doing or you're just sort of you've been pondering it for a while maybe this is uh, or hopefully this is the trigger for you to go and do that thing and let me know if you if you do that thing and you feel you're feeling great uh, take a photo tag myself kelly.dell on instagram or even the show at happily ever active show and with that i'm really glad that you joined me for this episode i hope that you have another week ahead of motivating movement and until next time here's to living happily ever active this episode of happily ever active has ended but be sure to subscribe for more content on the mental side of fitness oh and don't forget to rate and review the show see you next time